0: It's Speaking with Gravity, I'm Curvin. I'm Taisha. I'm Josh. And we are your hosts on this podcast. We talk about mental health and how everything affects everything. With every episode, the goal is to have a conversation that's going to make you think, make you feel, make you do what is best for you. I'm a therapist, but this isn't therapy, uh, it's a podcast. <laughs> We don't have any guests. We have our regular host, which actually, uh, <laughs> we never really formally introduced you onto this season as our official resident host.
1: Let's go. Um, oh. So
0: here we are, maybe what, the seventh, eighth, ninth episode of this particular season. <laughs> and as y'all can see, he here. he been here the whole season. Whole season. Let's um, go. And we appreciate you. So, formally introducing him Thank as. Thank you. Uh, an additional host of speaking uh, with gravity.
1: It's a pleasure too. It's Thank a you. It's the best. It's the best podcast around. Best man.
0: decision you've made in the last couple of it's years. A, it's
1: one. Of, it's one of the top. Okay. For, for, for real, I was looking at getting the podcast, and I think this is the one right here. I think um, everybody should share this podcast, man. It's such great material being shared on here. It's such great content, and uh, it's about mental health, but it's like we have fun though. Oh, yeah, all the time. Mental health is fun, so let's, let's have fun together and let's promote great mental health. Let's
0: so today <laughs> we're talking about uh, roles, and that's what Josh did. He played his role until we gave him the opportunity mm-hmm. <laughs> to the, the, uh, the come through and really, like, shine. And he, know, he ain't even make no fuss. You ain't even say at the beginning, hey, man, you needed to go ahead and do this. At, oh, the, he's nice, about- at, at the beginning of this season, you didn't say, hey, you better... Go ahead the next time and tell
1: them that I'm an official host. Oh, yeah. I, I just, you, you know, just played your role. I just, yeah, yeah. I just got in there, uh, you know, got in where I fit in. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's talk about let's our Twitter discussion.
1: Yeah. Twitter discussion. It's a good one. Coming from your new host. <laughs> <laughs> nine, nine episodes in, eight episodes nine in. Episodes, <laughs> right, right. Uh, repeat after me. Twitter discussion. Repeat after me. Wife, daughter, mother, sister. When you become one, the family you come from is important, but the family you create is now your priority. This is from an unknown uh Twitter user. Uh, but yeah.
0: Nah, uh it's not unknown. I didn't want to I, I know this person um, okay. personally and I didn't get in contact with them before we uh recorded. So I didn't know if they wanted to be put out there like that. Um
1: Well, shout out. But, and, um,
0: shout out to That, that person, she had an interest. This post to me spoke to this episode of being completely aware of roles, what my role is, what other people's roles are in uh, in my life. That being said, wife, daughter, mother, sister. In this particular one, they talk about a hi- hierarchy. Don't ask me that. <laughs> Oh, I already know what mine is. I could.
1: What's yours? I
0: completely agree with this one. Wife, daughter, mother, sister. Do I feel good oh, about real, having real. my mom third? No. Do I feel necessarily good about having my sister fourth? No. Mm. But to my mom's credit, she the one that taught me this. Wife, daughter, mother, sister. So she going to know if she, if she listened to this episode, she going to know where I got it from. <laughs> I got it from her. But I feel like that's, Seven. and that wife and daughter thing is real, like, it's real thin. But at the end of the day, I chose my wife, and hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm not in a toxic situation where my wife is constantly test, testing me as to whether I'm going to pick her over my daughter or my son. It just Hopefully not, know. yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, she come first. But with knowing <laughs> that, that clears everything else for me. That sets the expectations for our relationships. Um, that cuts out so much unnecessary stuff. Now, mind you, I'm also uh I have a son uh prior to our relationship. And I don't know if it's fortunate or unfortunate, but he wasn't here long. Boy, he wasn't here. He wasn't here long before we got into a relationship, is what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't have a son like for 10 years and then my wife come along. That would be difficult to put her first after you done already set the precedent Ooh. for 10 years of having a child prior to. You. And, of course, you're going to put that child first if you're not in a relationship with that child's mother and you're not in a relationship with anybody else. You're going to put the child first. Before your that, wife then? No, be- oh, like before, if, prior to. If yeah, the yeah. child was there first,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. it's hard to then. like I still feel like it would have to be this
1: I still feel like it too, yeah,
0: yeah it' still have to be this, but it's gonna be super hard on uh, and, and that's gonna have that's gonna be a lot of difficult conversation for the child and for um the wife because you have a child prior to, and you know most people are gonna put their kids their kids
1: first that is difficult, that's something right. you gotta really think about, yeah, and have those conversations about
0: but this this was, I don't know um, right now what my order I found this well I saw this on Facebook and it was it was someone. Um, it was some conversation on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, sure. I, you know, people, no, man, they're they usually going to put that child first. But yeah. then, you know, I do couples counseling, too. That can become an issue.
2: Mm. That can become
0: an issue. Um. All right, so cutie of the hour.
2: Cutie of the hour, which is another version of fun facts, information for you to be able to give your friends, family, colleagues, church members. Development psychologists emphasize... That it is parents who constitute the most important role models, in that their influence is crucial to their offspring's personality development.
0: Um, and we, I think, I think you said said this last episode. Yeah, ah. when you said something about mirroring the ah. man in the mirror. Oh, um, well, you you to talking about man in the mirror, but you also talked about mirroring.
1: Oh yeah, um,
0: mm-hmm. and typically that's what's gonna happen, like. Wife. I mean, not wife. uh, Kids. Kids are going to mirror what they see in their parents, and their uh, auntie, uh, uncles.
1: Good or bad,
0: too. Good or bad. Right. Um, Cousins. They're going to mirror what they see, but uh, that parent is usually the first one. um, Yeah. And most instrumental. Yeah.
2: Which is why I think it's the... I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. I don't know if it's Whites or Jesuits, but the, them. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why so they really believe to train up a child from the time at birth until seven so that you can kind of help shape their conscious mind by, because we're all, you know, we're programmed. I think we discussed this too on the previous episode, but it's so important, you know, for us to expose our children, um, I'm just going to say, I'm not going to even say that. It's just important to be mindful what we expose our kids to during those, that age, you know, because their subconscious mind is being programmed. um, And 90%, 95% of the time we're operating in our subconscious mind. So that 5% of the time we're operating in our conscious mind, whether that's getting up, doing our daily routines, you know, 90 to 95% of the time I'm going to go back to those things that I was exposed to. So, between zero to seven, you know, if that subconscious mindset was starting to form, you know, by my environmental settings, um, okay. I may again go back to those same comforting measures, whether good or bad, you know, mm-hmm. to possibly manage problems throughout my, throughout my uh, child later childhood development, adulthood. Um, so it's, it's just important i like to call it brain food brain food is important you know throughout all developmental stages of our lives but particularly from the time we're in our mother's womb until like seven is is crucial um but Very if you versatile. guys you know check more of that out on your own what, what did you say it was Jess what i think it's jessie whites or Jesuits. i got it from dr bruce lipton um He's a doctor, and he just really emphasizes epigenetics, and this is something that you know you guys can just kind of do more research on. Um, but he always highlights that, and I've heard other scholars mention the Jesuits or Jesuits again. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, um, and just that important concept that they believe, and I, I, I think, I think it's is important, and then science continues to reveal that too. Just you know, developmental stages and things of that
0: nature. Uh, and, and just yeah. for clarity, like epigenetics is the belief that you can alter your genetics by modifying your behavior um,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and not taking uh, not by taking uh, medications, which we've we've kind of talked about stuff like that prior to. Um, but I, I got to go look that up. I, um, I don't think I've ever, not the epigenetics part, but I haven't heard about the Jesuit mm-hmm. or whatever it's referring to. And I can't I can't find it. I tried to Google it real quick, um, but I can't find it right now. Probably because I I haven't um I can't pronounce it. <laughs> it's
1: like
0: J. J. E. I can't pronounce it, so I don't know how to write it. Um, but um, the roles we play <laughs> yeah. in our families greatly influence how we see ourselves in relations to other people, and that's a big line right there. The roles we play in our families greatly influence how we see ourselves in relations to other people. I want y'all to uh, bring me back to that sentence. Um, And continuing to repeat our early family... What you just said. And continuing to repeat our early family roles allows us to stay in familiar relational territory. We should always be aware we never have to stay locked into roles and dynamics, whether they're (laughs) problematic... problematic or not (laughs) um i think people forget that like we're we're ever changing that we every day we're learning we're experiencing things and things are affecting us and the way we believe things the way we see things every single day and so our roles therefore is bound to change as a result of that um you know, I always as people like w- w- where they are in relations to the family. Are you the oldest? Are you the baby? So on and so forth. Because based on that, you're treated a certain way. A certain way. But you know, and then there are times where I can see what they are, and then other times I can't because that person. Not to say that other people haven't grown, but they've had other experiences that so affected them that you can't see that they're the oldest or they're the youngest or they're the middle child. Um, Going to me, I'm the middle child. I'm the baby. (laughs) Well, I I say I'm the middle child. My mom had four, so I was the second oldest. And the reason I, I connect more with the middle child is you had my oldest brother, then you had me. Then you had my sister, who's the only girl. So <laughs> she's a form of a baby, I guess you could say. She's the only girl. And then you had my baby brother. And I've said this. I don't know if I said it on the podcast or not, but i said it a lot. Growing up, everybody knew my mom had four kids, but they would always forget me. <laughs> <laughs> I was the forgettable one. Because um, they they remember the first one. They knew that my sister, she's the only girl. And it was like, oh, you just had a baby. And you know, just if I'm with her and she's talking about her kids, like, oh, I don't, I don't remember seeing him. I used to get that a lot, mm-hmm. and so that tends to rub off on you. You feel forgettable. Forgettable. Mm-hmm. You feel like, oh, okay, I'm just, just, I'm just here. Um, now, I didn't necessarily internalize it, but I saw where, at times, um, as I got, got older, I would overcompensate for that. Mm. And so I would have to, you know, have to check myself on it. But um, that role definitely played uh, an effect, uh, had an effect on me. So when we're talking about roles, even with me being, uh, quote, unquote, the the middle child, but I was also the second oldest. So when we're talking about roles, roles are a set of expectations, which people... um, Mm -hmm. Uh, let me just read it. A role is a set of expectations about the ways in which people are supposed to behave in different situations. And when it says supposed to behave, it's what we think we're supposed to, the way we think we're supposed to behave. So going, if I stay, stay if I stay right there with um, the family dynamics, I always felt like I had, I was kind of like, you know, I took care of my brother and my sister, my younger brother and sister. I had a go-to person, which was my oldest brother. But me and him was together. We were the people who would take care of my sister, my younger sister, and my younger brother. So I was in a caring role for men. I was five years older than my sister. So I'm caring for her from that, that point on. And I took some of those expectations, and, and they, they walked with me through the rest of my life. But then beyond that, even now, one of the roles I have now is a therapist. As a therapist, I'm caring, I'm understanding. People, when they find out, are more likely to go ahead and share <laughs> stuff with me. I could be sitting at a restaurant, and if they find out I'm a therapist, they'd be way more willing to share information randomly to me than they would if they didn't know if I was a therapist. Mm. Uh, that's a role I have. Uh, I can't think of any, any um, other mom. Well, I'm a father. I'm a husband. Uh, I was trying to think of some other wor- roles, like work roles. I can't think of any right now. Entrepreneur. Uh, entrepreneur, yeah. Uh, and and with, that, um, with that particular role, like, as an entrepreneur, your mind never really shut off when it comes down to, like, how to make money, if that <laughs> makes sense. Like, how can I take this brand and make it work for me, which leads me to I might end up developing an app
1: that's neither here or there. <laughs> yeah, so, um, with all these roles, how do these roles, you know, you think um, affect your, affect your, do, do you ever feel like, I wanna say how they affect your mental health, you know, um, having all these different roles, you know, Do you do you ever feel like pulled into different things, like, you know I mean, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm also this, I'm also this. Do you ever feel the pressure to be something, I feel like, to act within your role? Yeah. You feel the pressure to act within your role? Mm-hmm. I think we all do.
0: I mean, I, I'm I'm sharing with y'all what my roles are, but everybody got multiple roles, right? Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, yes, I feel pre- uh, I'm I'm involved in a church, so I, uh, feel I feel that pressure too. Um, what I try to do... Is compartmentalize each of these roles. To sometimes they mesh and sometimes they separate, right? So, church and therapy are two totally different things. I'm not. I, I try not to mesh those two things, right? Um, <laughs> that's uh, that's that's real scary if I if I tried to do that. Um, but with that being said, <clears> the <throat> uh, compartmentalizer. How do I say this? The compartmentalizer. I know what role I'm getting ready to go into. So if I'm in a ther- if I'm in a therapy role, if I'm going to work to provide therapy, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to work. When I come home from that, this is where it gets difficult, because once I come home, and I'm still, a, I'm not a therapist, but I have therapeutic interventions. If that makes sense. That's right. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about like. So if if I've seen, um, this is, I guess, real close here. Um, (laughs) If I'm seeing a teenager and I'm dealing with a teenager, right? Sure. The stuff that I'm seeing or dealing with that teenager, on, I am thinking about my teenagers. So you might get a I love you randomly from me because of what I dealt with that day. Oh, they that's mess. That's thing. not necessarily a bad thing, but I'm um, the love. The I love you or the the hug from out of nowhere or the letter that I'm writing is because I want you to know X, Y, and Z, and that came from a role that I was playing earlier. Um, I think that's um, great. That example. Yeah, that could be. But what if? And this has never happened. But what if I? If I'm in session, this has never happened. What if I'm in session and I'm talking to I'm gonna say a girl. I'm I'm talking to a young lady and she tells me how she uh, snuck out the house um last week and went and go hook up with um Bob and and um Sheila and Ray like now Bob and Ray Ray? Bob, Ray Ray, Sheila, (laughs) all those. And now when I come, (laughs) now I come home and I'm locking doors. Uh That would be bad. Because I'm meshing in roles. I'm taking what I learned in that particular session and then I try to come home and apply. That ain't good.
1: That ain't good, but you can come home and you can have a talk with your kids, though, about, you know, or you can use as an example, like, Hey, yo, I was talking to this no, kid. I can't.
0: You don't want to do that. I can't. That. I definitely can't. As I tell um, people that I'm, I'm working with, I can't oh, go yeah, home. Oh, yeah, that's confidential. Yeah, that's confidential. Yeah. I can't go yeah. home and tell my wife, well, guess what I heard today? <laughs> <laughs> or oh, guess what? Facts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't do that. Um or, or my kids. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but, but I mean, yeah. I feel what I'm saying is, I feel like you don't have to lock the doors. I'm not challenging you. I'm just, I'm just thinking about it a little different. No, I, I don't. I, I don't,
0: but don't it's, feel like you have to lock the doors. It's hard for like, it not to match, though. Like it's hard for these roles not to kind of intertwine I, with what each other. What I'm other.
1: saying is, if you go home instead of locking the doors, maybe you might think, um, you know, I can have a, I can have a talk with my kids about sneaking, or oh, I can't talk to them. Um, I can talk to him or something about sneaking out. I, I don't know, but it's it's like it's like you don't have to go to that extreme. You know what I mean? To to say I'm gonna lock the doors. You know, uh,
0: you it, you don't have to. Yeah,
1: that don't mean it won't
0: happen. It's a constant. It's constantly when I say it don't mean it won't happen. I constantly have to check myself with, with regard to my job as a therapist specifically. I have to constantly check myself and analyze and. What is Uh, I want to say just be more aware of what's going on with me, how I'm processing what was given to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But even beyond that, like, to go back to your original question, yeah, I get overwhelmed sometimes, and I have to step back and say, no, I can't do this at this moment, or I need a break from this. Um, With therapy itself, one of the things that uh, I did this past summer was I took a lot of... uh, a lot of vacations, and I went to trainings. So that gave me a chance to retool not just the self-care part of it, but the training side of it, The to go in and be around like-minded people, other therapists and mm-hmm. what they're doing, learning um, more about a, uh, a diagnosis or a coping skill. Mm-hmm. That helps um, to kind of retool me, uh, give me that what I need to continue to go on. Um gotcha, gotcha. and then it's just so so much more like I'm talking about therapy and my role as a therapist and stuff like that, but it roles are big like it's it's more than just your um your work right. status right uh, it's more than just um
1: Most definitely
0: it, it's roles we, we have roles all the time like uh, in in every in aspect of life.
1: I think what I was getting to earlier, like, in in talking to you about that, like I said, I wouldn't challenge you or nothing. But I feel like your roles sometimes sometime can work together to make you who you are. You know what I mean? Um, not necessarily make you, but being a therapist at times can make you a better father. You know, if you are being, if you're really thinking about, like you say, not necessarily having to lock the door, but making the decision to maybe communicate with your kids on a level where you address something like, you know, you know that in, that incident where a kid was sneaking out the house. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lesson that you know you can you can teach your kids um, because you're a therapist. You know what I mean. So it's like we can really use our roles, the roles that we play, um, and how they mesh together to really empower ourselves and other people around us. Uh, I didn't I didn't share this
0: either. Going on, and you said make me a. I can use that role to make me a better father, right? Just um, recently, I guess after George Floyd situation, well, I'm a, I'm not only a therapist, I'm a black therapist. Mm-hmm. So diversity was so big uh, right after that happened, mm-hmm. and the role of being a black person came into the make. I, I ain't gonna say, it. I don't know if I should, should I say it made me a better therapist, or it was just easier for me to get into understanding diversity, like. I'm a minority. Well, it added too. Yeah, it added too. Like I didn't. Of course, I, I've been through training for diversity, but it's just like it's second nature to me. It's like mm-hmm. okay, I'm, I'm living this <laughs> every day. I don't. You don't have to explain certain stuff to me. Yeah. You know, I know what it means to be considered a minority. Uh, I know what it means to Which to be a person. You
2: know, I'm big on it minority term. We are not considered. Listening.
0: We're considered yeah. minorities, but right. what? What's you're big on it because of what?
2: We're not less than. Okay. You know that. What does the term minority mean?
0: That's right. Less than the majority.
2: <laughs> and who says we are less than? Right.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know. So I have to. I just try to be conscious of that when good. they speak of people of color or minorities. You ain't talking about me. <laughs> uh-uh, you're not. Because um,
1: if a child look up minority, like I say, that's you're gonna see less than the majority. You know. So, yeah.
2: so like D, if she was here, you know, that language play is is real, uh, which ties into roles,
0: you know. Um, Most definitely. And then even as a, uh, another side of it is as a black therapist, I feel the need, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I feel the need to push mental health to my community because it wasn't necessarily like, we haven't been gung-ho about talking about it or accepting it, uh, even though we, we live it every day. We just... Growing up, I never... What I heard, and I've said this on previous episode, was, oh, they got bad nerves. Mm-hmm. I, I'd never heard of depression uh, as a teenager mm-hmm. or as a uh, middle schooler. I didn't hear about depression. I didn't hear about anxiety. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about that. Um, I heard you got bad nerves or... Uh, in one situation, and I, I don't know this for certain, but uh, now that I look back on it and, and the uh, being in the field, I feel like this particular person in my neighborhood was uh, schizophrenic. But what I heard was he went away um, off to college and somebody put something in his drink and he came back this way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that, no. Uh, and it really may have happened, but... Is mighty funny to me. Some of the people who are displaying symptoms associated with schizophrenia always described as somebody put something in their drink. But that's just how we explained it at the time when I was uh, when I was growing up. Okay. So, as a, a, ther- a black therapist, one of my uh, roles in my mind is. To talk about mental health, to get it out—that's the podcast. That's that's the the goal of it for us to be to be. I think you said it earlier in this episode, maybe like we're talking about mental health, but make it fun, make it a conversation that we can all have, so um, we can either better understand it or accept it from day to day. So I
2: feel you too with the role of being a black um, therapist. I know it's not my duty per se to continue to educate people within our community um or the black folk you know about mental health but then part of me feels like i'm doing a disservice if i'm not you know so just like i said using the platform here speaking with gravity and other things we do just to educate our people and being okay i mean you know it's it's kind of twofold you got to be able to receive it too and want to um and we make it as fun as possible as relatable as possible um but, you know, people still got to want to grasp it. But also to speak the language, you know what I'm saying? Because, again, we know the myth uh, around mental wellness within our community anyway. Um,
1: but. So what happens when you have a role, y'all, that in your life that you don't like? <laughs> you know, like uh, the black sheep of the family. Y'all ever heard that term black sheep? Yeah, like the outcast. What, what happens? I want to ask y'all, you know, how y'all feel about that? For, for someone out there that you know, might feel like that. What happens? What do you do?
0: You gonna go further? Or... You go ahead.
2: You go ahead. <laughs> I just feel like I mean, I'm not going to
0: I hate that that title yeah, that I'm not going really gonna
2: identify that. myself yeah, too, as yeah. that or and or even if family members, uh have tried to label me as that because I'm not accepting that label or role and just understand that I move differently from everybody around me, you know? Um, yeah, I don't I do not do the things that's considered normal or whatever you're trying to label me as a black sheep, whatever I'm doing differently from others, you know, whether I'm just more isolated, whatever the case may be, I mean, I'm not going to view myself as a black sheep. But I, you're, I guess the question, if people do...
1: And not just black sheep, but a role mm-hmm. that you don't like. Like, it you may be the bad like. kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I got cousins that grew up. And we when we, when we got older, they said, uh, they said, Josh, you was always a good kid. And I was the bad kid. You know what I mean? Or they treated, I was treated differently because, you know what I mean? You, you got to, so, you, you gotta. I think that's one of those things. And they identified with that they, throughout their lives. That's why our role <laughs> is so, you know.
0: It, it's so much in what you, you're saying, right? You can look at it from the individual standpoint. Where did I do things to be considered the black sheep of the family? She made the comment of, uh, "Am I withdrawing myself? Uh, am I in a family where everybody normally gets together and they hang out, they joking, they laughing, and, and I'm the person that really want to be by myself and be away from it? And so, therefore, I am considered the black sheep of the family. Well, if I like being by myself or away, I need to be okay with that. I need to understand that that is that is who I you am. Need to be okay, I am right? yeah. not the black sheep." That's just who I am. That's a part of me. Yeah. And it's a part of you for a reason. Like, you, you get it from some... When I say you get it from somewhere, it's nothing wrong are, with you. It's, yeah. it's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Your mom and your dad came together to make you. All right? Your dad had uh, characteristics. Your mom had characteristics. They come and put them characteristics together, and boom, there go you.
1: And how, and how people treat you is not does not constitute who you are.
0: Right. It's true. How right. people treat you right. does exactly.
1: not constitute who you are. But you know?
2: when you a kid, you know, you back at, at zero to seven on. or 10, 11, 12, and you're constantly hearing these labels, you know, throwing on you, effect. oh, you the bad kid. Oh, you need to be like more like Josh. and yeah, you know? Now you start to internalize that and thinking that, you know.
0: Words matter.
2: Right, you know, I- I'm this bad kid, so then it could lead to you, you misbehaving. You are, I already think I'm a bad kid anyway, based off Come what on. they said. So I might as well do what society thinks bad kids do you. by X, Y, Z, And then, boom, when I'm 25 and if I continue to make certain choices that lead me to being incarcerated or running into the law, whatever the case may be, deemed problematic, people don't want to take accountability for sowing that seed when you was six or when you was eight, you don't. know, and comparing him to his cousin. And now he's probably looking at his cousin like, you think you better? It, right. it could just create this whole whirlwind of, of negative perceptions about self and other people, which can lead to... What we now know is what depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. other mood disorders are just vibrating at a low frequency. Uh-huh. You know, sorry to yeah. get off topic. No, no you're no, not off topic. You know?
1: I mean, you're not off topic. When you talk okay. about people <laughs> taking accountability, you mean like your family or the yeah, people? Yeah. Your family, yeah, 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 yeah. Because and it, it, and sometimes, and I've seen that too. Where family don't want to take accountability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like they they don't really understand though. You know that 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 had how much of an effect on you. I think, and I think or this conversation important. Or they is feel important. like it shouldn't have that They feel measure. like it shouldn't. Right. right. But you, you can't never say how, should right. how nobody should You right. don't right. know how people going to process stuff. You really exactly. don't. You don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is why you got to be real mindful. And I think as families, uh, and not even just speaking black families, but I think, you know, in general families, um, we got to be careful how we're treating these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What we're saying. Even what we're doing, because guess what? Somebody can pick up a role. You might not be... Um, you might not be treating someone um say in a in a way where you know they feel like they're thrust into this role but they may pick up a role from you if 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 you got a mama who's you know got men in and out all the time guess what look girl might pick up a role after picking up on those behaviors she might pick up a role because behaviors eventually you know uh Create a role, sometimes you know, yeah. Create a role. Yeah, so. You're right. Uh, if they seeing stuff,
0: again, we talk about mirroring, right? Yeah, mirroring. Yeah. Um, so if you seeing that stuff, either you think it's okay or you aspire to do it. Um And you know, we we talk about not getting off topic, but all of this stuff really go together. I remember yeah. watching Martin uh-huh. and saying Martin had a girl, and I thought her girl was, I thought Gina was like the prettiest thing in the world.
1: I like Pam. You like Even Pam? Even back then. I Pam don't know. was um
0: Pam was um voluptuous. She was thick. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's what I that's But I like Gina.
1: Okay. And
0: yeah. I wanted to have the apartment like uh what's his name? Martin. I wanted mm. to have the girl like Martin. And I wanted to have my friends come over and hang out.
1: <laughs> and
0: that gummy, if I didn't try to go do that. Yeah.
2: I help you incorporate the style of Martin too. Cause we gotta get Martin
1: back in the 90s. Martin Payne, style. let's go. Yeah, oh yeah, man. Yeah. I just
0: had
1: a third in.
2: He,
0: he had those, from shirts. The so those shirts, total shirts. Well he he had um tracksuits. What was the um yeah, you're right. <laughs> track suits, crew net. Uh, and I I felt like he got that from um Bill Cosby, because Bill Cosby had uh, the, yeah, those, the sweaters and stuff like to that. Bill too, um yeah. but um, that was that wasn't in my house. I didn't see that from my parents, but I saw that on screen, mm. and I was like, "Let me try to go do that." And you know, you find yourself, you said taking on roles. You see something that you desire, you're like right, I'm gonna go do that. You don't even know what it means, right? But you go out and try to try to do it. But go ahead.
1: Oh no! i, I just—I was agreeing with you. And uh, and another thing, careful how you labeling your kids, or letting other people label your kids too. Mm. Schools will schools have a bad habit of that too, labeling your kids because once a kid feels a certain way, and then think about what they are watching on TV. Mm-hmm. If they start identifying with you know negative behaviors they see, you might not—you might think, why is my kid starting to act like this, going down this road? You know. I. I- I think could I be what they watch.
0: No, well, when you said school has a bad habit of labeling kids, and they, and they have traditionally they have. I don't know if I just had really good experiences, or are they changing? Because I yeah. feel like in the meetings that I've had um, throughout my kids' uh, time in school, I've been so frustrated. But not because they labeled my kids in a bad way, but because they were just using positive term after positive term after positive term. I'm like, he ain't making the right grade that I want him to make, and you giving me all the good stuff that he doing. What about this this homework that she not turning in or he not turning in? What about uh, him being absent from this class, and it's like they just focus on the positive, which is a good thing. But when I hear people say... Um, schools label, like, what are they labeling something that they need to label, if that makes sense? Like, if a if a kid comes to school and every day they throw a chair, and somebody comes to say, he's a chair thrower, so we're going to mm-hmm. get mad
1: at that person for
0: labeling something that we see every single day?
1: Say, I think it goes back to that last last episode that we were talking about. Um, you know, when, when you see something like that happening, not asking the questions... You know, I, th- I think if you asking the asking the right questions and really talking to that child instead of saying he's Just a chair thrower, label, yeah, okay, you know what okay, I mean? Okay. A- asking why why are you throwing why are you throwing this chair? You know, yeah. like what's going on? I think investigating a little more will will help you to not not label. You know, but or if you if if you label, at least have the data to go along with
2: the label. Instead of just your biases and yeah. Uh, yeah, preconceived notions based off of stereotypical behaviors and all of that.
1: Do your homework.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I'm saying yeah. everybody is an individual, you know. So just because yeah, because we switch from roles to labels and they kind of intertwine too a little, you know. But yeah, just like you said, doing your thorough assessment. Even if you don't know really how to fully assess, you know what? Just the simple question: What led to this? Yeah, you know why? Why am I labeling him a chair throw? Why is he throwing the chair? I know everybody may not go to that, but I think that is important. Um, but going back to the roles as the parent, let me dissect a little more because what's going on? Is this happening at home too? Or is it just in the school setting? And then again, woman, man in the mirror conversation: What's going on in this environment? And I know oftentimes we. Don't even take the time out to reflect throughout the day, you know, on what we're doing, which is why it's so important to tap within. Whether it's five minutes a day for yourself, if you, I know it's hard for me to believe people, you know, to say I don't have time for myself. Shoot, I do. <laughs> but it's is and, and if that's the case, okay. Well, today we gonna start making time for ourselves because mm-hmm. if we can make time for everybody else, whether it's an organization we getting up to go to, you know the the provide you know our basic necessities whether it's for my kids my husband whatever vice versa what about me and if I ain't including me on this uh, platter of things that I have going on I'm missing out you know what I'm saying so if I'm not investing within self just taking a few moments to reflect all right what's going on you know is things going flowing you know the way I think smoothly within the household not judging myself just a simple reflection then possibly okay well, I ain't really in the home setting. Maybe it's the school setting. Let me go and, you know, figure out whatever the case may be.
0: But um,
2: I just think that's important. I know I always highlight that, but it's so important. Um, Let me ask
0: y'all, what role do y'all feel like y'all play in your friendships? And are they different? I'm going to give y'all a two-part question.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: What role do you play among your friends and are they different from the role that you would have in a uh, s- uh, intimate relationship?
1: Um, I feel like with my friends, I play the role of uh, of the uh, sound voice. You know, the voice of reason, voice of reason, voice of wisdom. Um, you know, you might want to do that, but you know, let's think about this. You know, let's think about this first, or. Um, or, you know, just just being that voice of reason, I think. Uh, a lot of times my friends will call me, you know, about certain things, and they know that I'm going to give them good advice. They know I'm not going to, you know, mislead them or tell them to do nothing wrong, which I, which if they want to do something wrong, they're not going to call me because <laughs> they know I'm going to be the voice of reason, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like in my relationships, um, there are a lot of moments when I when I assume that same role, you know. Um but that's just a part of me, though I feel like. And a really cool thing about it is, some of the jobs that I've been on in my career, I've been able to do the same thing. You know, be be a voice of reason, um, going back to helping people, you know, in their careers and whatnot. Um, you've been giving able to, advice to businesses, you know. Yeah. You've been able to
0: monetize what you naturally do.
1: Man, I think that if you can do that, I think that's a special thing. If you can do that in your life, if you can, you know, something that you really are, you know, that's incorporated into your role, into one of your roles. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's a special thing. Uh, what about
0: you, Ty? What I guess I've been able you... to
1: monetize a little bit. <laughs>
0: what 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 Uh What do you, What's in What do you, uh, What role you play with your friends?
2: Uh, initially, I want to say you can ask them, but oh, <laughs> I know they're not here. But I don't know. I mean,
1: we'll call them. Uh, <laughs> call
2: them. Uh, I'm supportive. You know, I try to listen, okay. um, and I'm, I'm thinking as I've grown because I'm not going for the most part I'm trying to focus on the positives. I think I've been a great friend, you know, uh, to those who are my friends, uh, with the exception of maybe one. As I reflect now, as a 32 year old versus a 17, 18, 19 year old, and I can admit that. Um but overall I've I've just always been super supportive, like going with the flow type. You know, so I guess if I was kinda under supportive, um, I'm still gonna be that voice of reasoning like you, Josh. I'm not just gonna go with everything. It's like I'm gonna hear what you have to say. So I guess a attentive listener, um, you know, i I try to be attentive to what people are saying. uh, but then kind of throw my two cents in if it's needed, trying to be mindful of not offering unsolicited advice or mm-hmm. suggestions, but at the same time if you're my friend, it's like, I'm going I'm to be real with you, you mm-hmm. know, um, and if I can't why are we friends, you know so I think I've, I've just been supportive I'm a great listener, I've gotten it from a lot of people a lot of my friends, I'm a great listener um, and I try to always highlight the positive in things, you know um, that's
1: important
2: you know, it, it can be the worst of the worst of it I'm like, but, you know, at least... Duh, 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 duh. Whether they <laughs> yeah. want to hear it or not. Um Ty- but, are, you
1: yeah. the, are you the are you get you out the house
2: No, because I'm friend. the one... I used to be. I don't but know why. Now,
1: I, you know, used to I be know to know the get I, you out the house friend? Like, 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 girl, you need to come out. Like, girl, come on, have some I drink. used to... Girl, you to, need to get over him. You need to come on out. Oh, no. You're right.
2: not that person. Not anymore. Because I don't really go out as much. But prior, I mean... What's going what's the mood, Ty? You know, what's going on? This is That's when good. all of us are coming okay. home. So I would be the person to know what's going on around town. Um How did I and I was gonna be the one to go, you know, every day if we're all out. I'm gonna be the one to go Monday through Friday. Uh whatever the case may be. But now Oh, so you wanna tell us about that part. I you yeah, I mean I'm <laughs> talking
1: about Monday you. through Friday,
2: <laughs> out, out. If that was, you know. You should expound
1: on this more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did mean,
2: just I would be out, you know, especially my Early 20s, is something going on, especially when I lived in Charlotte, Pittsburgh, even coming back home, I know you Charlotte, know, um, yeah. for vacation, holidays, or whatever. I'm out. I'm out. And yeah,
1: you pulling people out but of the now,
0: house. But now, yeah.
2: But now I'm just... I knew
1: it. Do that...
2: Reserved Do
0: that bit. translate into, like, the intimate relationship? Because, like, as I'm listening both of you guys, right?
1: <laughs> Second For part, me, yeah. I was the person... I was just about to ask you, what about
0: ve- you? Ve- very much like you. I was like, all right, I'm going... I I know the spots. I'm going wherever, except for Greenwood. I never knew the spots in Greenwood. (laughs) Um, But I'm going here. And then when it came to relationships, because I went out so much, I wanted to keep that going within the relationship. And so now it actually goes into traveling. Like, I like for us to go as a a family. So that kind of worked together Uh for me in a positive. Mm. Except for when I ain't got no money, then that ain't good. But uh, for With the us. most part, it worked together, and yeah. I didn't, and she she allowed me, you know, because even up until we got married, I was always to go out, go out, go out, go out. And once we uh, got married and worked together, she wasn't like, oh, no, you can't go out no more. Uh, and that so that helped me transition from, all right, let me, I eventually slowed down. But I took that role that I had as a friend of being a person to know where to go, and I put that into the relationship. Mm. But I was also I a giver, it. like, you know, I'm, I'm the person that's that's, that's buying around. <laughs> uh, I'm the person who like, I right, everything on me, we are gonna go here, everything on me. Okay. That that don't work good when you when you in a relationship and y'all sharing money, um, y'all sharing bills. Dang good. So I had to learn not to be that giver.
1: Um, but you still probably are in some ways, though.
0: In some ways,
1: in ways it's so beneficial to
0: uh, to her and the family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, no, yeah. I'm not giving. Uh, and then I was, uh, I say lover. Like I, I love everybody. So it's like I I'm like going to keep up with people. I'm gonna make sure. Um, That's real, spill. I know where they at. But I wasn't necessarily... You know how you were saying you were supportive and understanding? I wasn't. Like, not, wasn't. Not, in, not in college. Because I just assumed everybody that was with me, that was riding with me, oh, they was good. I ain't have to check on you. You, you know... We both uh, we went to school. We
1: graduated. We in college, We everything going. That could great. be a role. Curving is a don't care type. Of thing. <laughs> that can be a role. Come I guess on, I had some somebody of those can identify you like too, that. Because a role is, yeah. you know, part of how you identify.
0: Yeah. I mean, they may have, they may have identified me as that, but I I'm just, i was just
1: putting that out there.
0: I definitely was that person until I got more into providing therapy and realizing that people need somebody to confide in. Uh, and then I became a little bit more supportive. And like, hey, man,
1: yeah, is everything good? So that role in therapy changed another role for you. Yeah. Wow. Roles, different roles can change. Message. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Message. Yeah. Y'all you, seen the movie, right? The, the, the movie. Message. Um, yeah, that uh, was, uh, what movie that was? Don't, don't, uh, be, uh, a don't be a menace while drinking. drinking your juice in oh, the hood. I ain't know that.
0: You ain't never seen a movie?
1: Oh my
0: God! Oh man, we're gonna have to have a, a a black movie
1: day for Tyus. That's what we have to do. <laughs> so, so when? So it's my one of my roles is letting people know like about movies that they should know about. Oh, that's it's, one that's, of yours. That's one of my roles. Yeah. Okay. Um, Are you a movie head? So, nah, I just like like I don't know. Nah, I don't, I don't like know. Movies. Am I a movie head? I don't know. Oh. But that movie, Wayne's, it's a Wayne's Brothers movie, Ow. and they they made it was a, like a a
2: remake or something.
1: It's like a pun a parody. On, a parody oh. on like a bunch of movies on okay. South Central, on Juice, Back. on Boys in the Hood. At the okay. time, a parody on
0: like all the black movies that was yeah. out at that time. Okay, Fast.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, um, and then like he was saying, they would come up and they would deliver a real message. I think it was pretty much positive message. was right? a positive message. And then yeah. they would they would say it or somebody would make a statement and then they somebody would pop up message message <laughs> because they didn't want you to miss it. Like, all right, we making this stupid movie. I say stupid, but yes, we, so there are messages so. in there. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah that was I, I, a good message I yeah. had
0: it, yeah, yeah. Uh, see we, we we talking to our audience right now about you gotta black believe movies. It. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um all right, so we talked about um let's see, how can we end this? How can we kind of wrap this one up? Um you said to me, I think you said, Do I ever how do these roles play? Do you do any of us talking today? Do we get trapped, or do we feel trapped by those roles? I guess we kind of went over that when we were talking about being a, a black bit. sheep and being somewhat labeled uh, into like a role.
1: You'd be trapped in good roles uh, too.
0: Having to live up to that role, because mm. you know, if if you grow up from a uh, a, a violent family, then the expectation <laughs> is that you. That's gonna how be y'all solve to, your problems. Yeah. And and people gonna be expecting you to to ride like your parents did or your your older cousins did, so you can feel trapped by that. Like, ooh. I gotta I gotta be this person ooh. when I I'm really the opposite. I'm really a nerd. I don't wanna fight, um, or I don't wanna be in the streets. I wanna go off to college.
1: Yeah, I'm smarter than that. I, don't, you know? You know, I,
0: don't wanna... I think that was uh in that particular movie too. Some yeah, people ooh. really they don't wanna be. Uh, I hate to say. That was a point of contention back when I was growing up. A product of their environment. That's how you do become a product of your environment by being trapped into a role Ooh. that was placed on you. Uh, and instead of you breaking away, you decided to go ahead and just kind of delve into it and just like, and just play it. Um, but do y'all ever have y'all ever seen that? Ever heard of that? Personally uh, affect you?
1: Being trapped in a role and. Mm-hmm yeah yeah um uh, i feel like and we're so much i mean our, our roles is just how we identify we gotta we gotta just keep coming back to home with that our role is just how you identify uh whether whether it's good or bad you know people can identify you as you know uh a, uh a really smart individual but you gotta keep doing your homework you gotta keep studying mm-hmm. you know what i mean um so me, me being trapped in the role, um, I think um, for a while. Being the the, the clean-cut guy that you are, did you ever
0: get trapped into that role of being clean-cut and articulate?
1: Well, kind of because of my perception of the role. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like because I was clean-cut that I had to do stuff a certain way. You so know what I mean? Was, that, was you trapped into it, or you just
0: like, that's what I want to do?
1: Oh... Um, I might be trapped for a second, but I feel like I, you know, really thinking about. I feel like I really thought about it. Like, well I don't have to, you know, just because this is what's expected of me. I don't have to do everything by the book, by by that book, you know, at, so to speak. So I, I don't feel like I was really trapped in it. You know what I'm saying? Talk about the clean cut yeah. and clean cut. Because I started actually, I started challenging myself. To not be so clean cut. (laughs) That's it. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't gonna say. And and some of those times weren't, um, you know what I mean? weren't some of the some of the best decisions probably was made during those times. But I learned a lot though. Yeah, I mean we we we
0: always learning. We we... yeah. And I I guess I I did.
1: So I guess I was kind of trapped. You know what I mean? I felt like I was trapped. Cause I was trying to get, I was trying to get out of that a little bit. You know what I mean? And the one that I didn't like being that, it's just, you know what I'm saying, the, the perception of it. Um, you
0: wanted to experience the other side.
1: I wanted to. Um, I probably wanted to be looked at a little different, not as clean cut. I'm fine with being looked at as clean cut, but I feel like that means from A to Z. You know what I mean? What about W? You know what I mean? It might be an exception in there somewhere. And I wanna, I want you to notice the exception. You know what I mean. I, I want that exception to stand out as well. And after a while, though, you just like it. Don't matter. You know, if mm-hmm. if somebody, you know, if somebody, if I'm placing, if somebody has me in this role, it don't matter. I know who I am. And uh, Ty is always talking about coming back to yourself. It's, you know, which is why it's so important. You'll be in these roles. You know why do you feel trapped I guess would be the question do you feel trapped because of your perception of how other people think you should think you should be probably so so you kind of to me it starts with not worrying about what other people think you know knowing yourself encouraging yourself and you aren't your roles they could be contributing to some to some great things in your life but they aren't you though
0: I know I, uh, you said why you feel trapped. I felt trapped with um, being a preacher's kid. Mm. Church, and, you know, of course, because I'm a preacher's kid, I was identified. Like, uh, I think somebody said, Well, you're just a church boy. I ain't, I ain't want that. They used to hit me with that. Too. Yeah, you're just old church boy. I didn't want that. Uh, and I felt like the other side was greener. The, the grass on the other side was greener. It was cooler not to be a church boy. But then I had to come to the conclusion yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm, <laughs>
1: I'm definitely a church
0: boy and I'm cool with being that All right? I'm, and like you say going back to yourself recognizing who you really are and then what other people feel or say or do it don't matter do I like it do I not like it do I want to do it do I not want to do it uh, if I am a church boy I'm going to go to church I'm going to do right by people right? Uh, not to say that people who don't go to church don't do right by people but that was one of the bases for me, right? I'm going to do that, and then if I do some other stuff, I do some other stuff.
1: Um, Define yourself for yourself. Yeah. Somebody said that. I Define don't know
0: yourself said. for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's dope. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so we're going to end it, it's I this right here. Ty, you want to say anything else? Uh, Since Josh no. trying to put you on, a, I, on, thought, a, on I thought. I thought me and you... I didn't know what she did or not I don't remember Josh trying to put you on, on the spot ain't it okay nah I'll, yeah i pretty
2: much said
0: everything honestly alright so we gonna I guess end it here with um knowing your roles and we are I'm gonna make sure I say this right um from the beginning yes let's talk about it the platform ooh um with Young Garvey, oh, Joshua Williams, oh, just Garvey, okay, Josh Garvey Williams. (laughs) Look up Young Garvey, you might see some um,
1: stuff
0: I don't want you to see. Uh He has it, okay. Um, He has a platform. Let's talk about it. That questions, um, that give questions to make you think about life, health, family, culture, and so much more. He is on YouTube. Uh, He's also on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all of those. But if you go to his YouTube first, then you can find the rest of it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you go to his YouTube first, which he has a lot of clips, man, it's it's pretty dope. If you want some positivity in your your feed or in your life, your entertainment diet, Mm -hmm. then you want to go check him out. Subscribe to Speaking with Gravity on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We'll make it Mm -hmm. easy for you You and put in the notes. All your event needs. um, Check out Six One Event Rentals. Um, They got the 360 booth with the red carpet. We'll link them in the show notes as well. Um, Don't forget about Dee. Who's not with us today? She has some other um, prior engagements, but she's with Kodak Ready Consultants. uh, Consultations, consultants. You know, just Google that, and you it'll it'll come up. But we got the link in notes as well. And uh, myself, I have Gravity Counseling Group going on, where I provide individual, family, and group counseling. Um, working on um, a workshop and some wellness um, stuff that we're going to try to put together in the upcoming year. Shout out to uh, Mr. Mr. Winston for holding Behold. down the audio <laughs> and visual production. Check him out on winstonjstewart.com. And thank you That's for taking so... the time to listen to us. You could be doing anything in the world right now, but you chose to listen to us, and I appreciate that. Remember, I'm a therapist, but this isn't therapy, it's a podcast.